Hello and welcome to Bill Stern's Sports Newsreel from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Bill Stern with a Colgate Shave Cream Sports Newsreel. Colgate Shave Cream and Bill Stern is on the air. Colgate Shave Cream and Bill Stern with stories rare. So now to Bill's advice and you look so keen, you'll have a face that's full, smooth, and clean. Colgate Shave Cream and Bill Stern. Oh. 17th edition of the Colgate Shave Cream Sports Newsreel. Transcribed and featuring America's most famous collector of yarns and stories. Some legends, some hearsay, but also interesting. We'd like to pass them along to you. And to do this, here's radio's number one sports reporter, Bill Stern. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Tonight I'm in New Orleans, Louisiana, getting ready to broadcast tomorrow's Tulane, Georgia Tech football game. Our guest tonight is the tennis champion of the United States, Mr. Pancho Gonzalez. But first... Real one. Why keep taking it on the chin when you shave? There's no need for scraping your face sore and tender. Even if your whiskers are tough as barbed wire, you can get a close, clean shave that's truly comfortable. That is, if you use Colgate Brushless Shaving Cream. We not only promise it, we guarantee it. Yes, sir, there's one buck cash says Colgate Brushless wins you in a flash. Try it. You'll discover this. Because it's light and fine textured, Colgate Brushless completely surrounds, softens, and supports each bristle better than greasy, heavy creams. No matting down, no clogging. Your razor doesn't skid or skip when you use Colgate Brushless, but cut through clean and smooth. See for yourself how that light, fine texture of Colgate Brushless solves tough beard and tender skin problems. Notice how easily your razor takes your whiskers the first time over. Feel how soft, smooth, and refreshed your face feels after the shave. Colgate Brushless gives you the kind of shave that you've dreamed about. So try it for a week on this swell proposition. If one week's use doesn't convince you that Colgate Brushless is the ideal shave, just mail me back the carton top from your large or giant-sized two-board jar to me, Bill Stern, Kara Colgate, Jersey City, Zone 2, New Jersey, and you'll get one dollar back pronto. Fair enough. Remember, there's one buck cash says Colgate Brushless wins you in a flash. Real two. Portrait of a bad boy. This is the story of a boy who was bad. Bad from the day he was born. His name was Richard. He was born in California. Almost from the time he learned to walk, his parents knew that they'd have trouble with Richard. In fact, Richard was so much trouble to his parents that by the time he was old enough to attend school, his mother came to him and she said, Richard, I don't want to hear any more talk from you. You are going to school. Whereupon Richard replied to his mother, No, I ain't. I ain't going to school and you can't make me. Yeah. Richard refused to go to school. That's why that same night his mother sat down to talk to his father, as she said. I don't know what to do with Richard. He refuses to go to school. Richard's father thought for a moment, then he replied, Well, maybe we should give him something to keep him busy. What is he interested in anyway? Is there uh, anything he wants? Yes. He told me he wants a football for Christmas. Well, I don't want Richard playing football. That game's too rough. Uh, Give him something else along that line if you want to, but not a football. But what will I get him? Oh, get him a baseball bat or a tennis racket. The next day, Richard...
Orchard's mother went downtown, and she did buy him a tennis racket. A tennis racket that cost only 51 cents. And she put that cheap tennis racket under the Christmas tree as a surprise for Richard. On Christmas Day, Richard came running into the living room yelling... What did I get for Christmas? Let's see what I got for Christmas. Look under the tree. There's your present. Richard went to the Christmas tree, and he picked up that cheap 51-cent tennis racket. Then he turned to his mother and he said, Is this my present, this cheap tennis racket? Who wants that? I'll show you what I think of it. Richard had thrown that cheap tennis racket through the window. But bad as Richard was as a youngster, when he grew up, he continued to be even more of a problem to his parents. That's why one day his father said to him, Son, you won't go to school and you're going to get a job. Go to work. I don't want to go to work. Richard, you listen to me. Either you get a job, or you get out of my house. So, rather than go to work, Richard did leave home. He went down to the corner pool room. And after he'd been at that corner pool room for several hours, one of his friends said to him, Hey, you know, for a guy who thinks he's an athlete, you sure smoke a lot. Keep your nose out of my business or I'll bust it for you. Yeah, says who? Says me. Like this. <laughs> that fight between Richard and his friend ended in a free-for-all. And there are stories that Richard came out of that fight with a knife scar on his face. Although others say he received that scar in an accident. However, regardless of what people say, Richard still carries that scar on his face today. Ah, the years were passing swiftly now. Then, then came the war. Richard was drafted into the Navy. But in the Navy, he got into more trouble. He hated Navy discipline. In fact, he hated Navy discipline so much that he went A-W-O-L. And the night that he did go A-W-O-L from the Navy, his commanding officer said, I'll catch that kid and so help me, I'll teach him that going A-W-O-L in Navy is not a healthy thing to do. They did catch Richard. And after they caught him, they brought him up before his commanding officer who said to him, Richard, your record is a bad one. You refuse to go to school. You refuse to go to work. And now when your country's at war, you go A-W-O-L. You're no credit to the United States. Well, that's the story of a boy named Richard, who was told that he was no credit to the United States. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that same boy is today a great credit to the United States. For the boy who was told that he has no credit to the United States is now the tennis champion of the United States. And here he is speaking in person, the tennis champion of the United States, Richard Poncho Gonzalez. Thanks, Bill. I wish I could live my childhood over again. This time I wouldn't think that I know it all. I wish I had paid more attention to school and to the other things I should have done. But I guess like most kids, no one could tell me anything. Not that I did anything so terrible, but now that I'm older and a businessman, I realize how foolish I was. And Bill, I am in business now. You see, I've just turned professional, and I'm going to tour the country with Bobby Riggs, playing tennis against Jack Kramer. But speaking of tennis, my greatest thrills in tennis were the two times I won the championship at Forest Hills. And Bill, since you're always telling fantastic stories... Why don't you tell the story of the other champions who have played at the Forest Hills Tennis Stadium? What a story that stadium could tell if it could only talk. Thanks, Pancho Gonzalez. You're right. 
And speaking of champions who won their tennis titles out at Forest Hills, I can remember two girls who hated each other. Yet they both became great champions. Their names were Helen Wills and Helen Jacobs. I can think of another great woman champion who played out at Forest Hills, a girl for whom a man killed himself. Her name was Suzanne Longlong. Or of still another girl who won her championship at Forest Hills. Her name was Alice Marvel. Alice Marvel, who never would have been a champion but for a movie star named Carol Lombard. But you know, speaking of champions who won their titles out at the Forest Hills Tennis Stadium, there once was another stadium on Long Island, just a short distance from Forest Hill. This was a stadium called the Madison Square Garden Outdoor Bowl. All the big outdoor championship prize fights were held in this stadium. Barney Ross, Max Schmeler, Primo Carrera, Jack Sharkey, Max Baer. They all fought there, and they were all world champions. Yeah, they were all world champions. That is, they were until they fought there in that stadium. For in that stadium, every champion who ever fought there lost his Arthur Gary. Listen to this swell proposition, men. There's one buck cash says Colgate Brushless wins you in a flash. Ever hear a fair way to discover the smooth, close, comfortable shaves you've always wanted? That Colgate Brushless is really an ideal shave. And here's why. Because it's light and fine textured, Colgate Brushless completely surrounds, softens, and supports each bristle better than greasy, heavy creams. There's no matting down, there's no clogging. Your razor doesn't skid or skip when you use Colgate Brushless. Instead, it cuts through clean and smooth. That light, fine texture of Colgate Brushless Shaving Cream makes a whale of a difference. Helps prevent razor scrapes, lets you shave clean, close, smooth, and leaves your face feeling great. Tomorrow, get a large or giant-sized two-board jar of Colgate Brushless Shaving Cream. Use it a week. If you're not satisfied that it's the shave cream of shaves, just send me back the carton top. And Colgate will mail you one dollar. Address... Bill Stern, Kara Colgate, Jersey City, Zone 2, New Jersey. Now, how's about it? There's one buck cash. Says Colgate Brushless wins you in a flash. Real four. Part of a boxing bugaboo. This is the story of a doctor who... Saved the life of a sports writer's son. Performed miracle after miracle on the operating table. Made a hopelessly crippled man into a boxing champion of the world. Ah, but the most amazing part of the story is the fact that this doctor who did these amazing things was never licensed as a doctor or as a surgeon because he had never studied medicine. Yep, that's the incredible story of a doctor. Doctor who must be nameless for obvious reasons. But speaking of stories about boxing and about people whose names we can't use, let me tell you the story of a certain prize fighter whose name also must be left untold. Let's call this prize fighter Bill Edwards. That's not his real name. However, let me say this. This is a true story about a great fighter. Almost from the time he took up boxing... Bill Edwards looked like a champion. But despite the fact that he was such a great fighter, Bill Edwards was a dirty fighter. Yeah, he fought dirty. So dirty that one day his manager took him aside and said, Now look, Bill, I asked you to cut out this dirty fighting. Now I'm going to teach you a lesson so you won't fight so dirty. You know, I used to be a fighter myself, and I'm going to take you to the gym tomorrow and show you how it feels to have a guy fight you dirty. You know, I know every trick you know, kid. And I'm going to use them on you. Maybe that'll teach you a lesson. 
The next day, Bill Edwards and his manager did meet at the gymnasium. And as they put on the gloves, his manager said to Bill, All right, kid. Now, now I'm going to fight you just as dirty as you fought everybody else. All right, come on, come on, fight. Bill and his manager squared off in the gymnasium that day. And as he promised, Bill's manager used every dirty trick that Bill had ever used. And because he was an older and a heavier man, there was little that Bill could do to stop him. Round after round of the merciless beating went on. Until suddenly, suddenly near the end of the sixth round, Bill dropped to the floor in a dead faint. They took Bill to the hospital then. Three hours later, Bill was dead. Dead from the beating that his manager had given him. When his manager was told that Bill was dead, that he had killed him, the old fight manager slowly turned away. That night, he put a bullet through his head. Yeah... Bill's manager killed himself. Killed himself for what he had done to Bill. You see, that old fight manager who accidentally had killed Bill was his own father. Partner. A dirty fighter who, while being taught to fight clean, was killed by his own father. Ladies and gentlemen, is the 3 0 mark for tonight. Tonight I'm in New Orleans, Louisiana, getting ready to broadcast tomorrow's Tulane, Georgia Tech football game. Next Friday night we'll be back, same time, same station, when our guest will be the famous star of stage, screen, and radio, Al Jolson. See you then. And until then, I'll be seeing you on the screen in the News of the Day newsreels at your favorite Lowe's or Associated Theaters. Now, until next Friday night at the very same time, when our guest will be Al Jolson, this is Bill Stern wishing you all a good, good night from New Orleans, Louisiana. O.H.A. Freeman, Bill Stern with stories rare. So now take Bill's advice and you look so keen. You'll have a face that's both smooth and clean. O.H.A. Freeman.